Hello, this is Karen Horton from Johns Hopkins. In this lecture, I'll be reviewing colon cleansing preparations for virtual colonoscopy. Bowel preparation includes really two aspects. One is diet modification, and the second is catharsis. So for diet modification, most of the bowel preparations would include clear liquid diet. There are some that include a low fiber diet for a couple of days ahead of time, and there are even kits available that the patients can eat with low fiber diet. Most of us would use a clear liquid diet though. For the catharsis, there are several agents that you can use. There's the polyethylene glycols and bisocodal tablets. There's magnesium citrate with bisocodal tablets. We used to use sodium phosphate. We don't use that anymore. It was actually very good, but it has been pulled from the market, and I'll discuss that. And then there's some other agents we'll discuss. Some of the dry pep preps, those would be the saline cathartic. So that would include magnesium citrate and sodium phosphate. So the reason we call them dry preps is they leave less fluid. But the problem is sometimes I think they leave more residual solid stool. So magnesium citrate, this is a powder. It can be mixed with water or comes in a bottle ready to drink. And that's the picture I have there. Usually you drink it in the afternoon before the study along with the clear liquid diet that day. Patient also will drink water every hour until the evacuation is complete because remember you don't want to get these patients dehydrated. And then usually the magnesium citrate preparations also include bisocodal tablets before bed and sometimes a suppository in the morning. Magnesium citrate is a saline cathartic, so it prevents fluid resorption and it also stimulates the release of cholecystokinin. So what happens, that stimulates small bowel fluid secretion and enhances peristalsis and promotes emptying of the colon. It does not cause that severe electrolyte disturbances that sodium phosphate does, but there are some contraindications. I certainly wouldn't give magnesium citrate with patients acute bowel obstruction or an acute abdomen, but you're not doing virtual colonoscopy in that patient population. There is some caution if the patient has renal dysfunction and renal impairment because it is a saline cathartic, so you need to look at the label and make sure that it's safe to prescribe this to your patients. Sodium phosphate was actually a wonderful cathartic agent. It was a saline laxative, so again, it has the osmotic effect causing large fluid and electrolyte shifts. So it came in two sizes, 45 or 90, so it was a single dose or double dose, and patients would drink a lot of water, again, so they didn't become dehydrated, and it was usually given in combination with visicodal tablets and or suppository. There, Always was a caution on the phosphosoda bottle saying it's you have to use it with caution in the elderly, debilitated patients, patients on certain medications, patients with renal impairment, patients on diuretics, ACE inhibitors, nonsteroidals, etc. Then in 2006, sodium phosphate, um, there were several reports of acute phosphate nephropathy in healthy patients. So these are patients without renal failure. There are some patients that were identified as having high risk because they had hypertension or were on ACE inhibitors or nonsteroidals or had double dose and got dehydrated. Then in 2008, what happened was the FDA issued a consumer alert stating that the use of the phosphate-based bowel cleansing agents could lead to kidney failure even in those patients without pre-existing medical conditions. And they felt that it was at very high risk. So in December 2008, Basically, in the face of mounting evidence that phosphosoda causes injuries, Fleet basically recalled the use of its laxative product from wholesalers and from the shelves. So at that point, we stopped using phosphosoda completely. In 2006, most people stopped, but some people continued to use it with caution. But at this point, you really should not be using phosphosoda. Okay, so we went over the dry preps. That's the 
magnesium citrate and the phosphosoda or the sodium phosphate. And then we have the wet preps. So those are really the polyethylene glycol solutions. And we'll go through those. The problem is they leave significant fluid. It's not always a problem for virtual colonoscopy if you're using tagging, but it can sometimes be difficult if there's a lot of fluid left behind. It's a large volume the patient needs to drink. It's non-absorbable, and it draws fluid into the bowel. The problem is it's not well tolerated by patients. So here's an example of Golite. So that's the most common used. It's four liters. It comes in a jug with powder, and then you add water and refrigerate. You need a prescription for it. It usually takes about four hours to completely clean the colon. It's not contraindicated if the patient has cardiac or renal issues, so it's still safe in those patients. It is contraindicated in patients with an acute obstruction or toxic megacolon, those acute conditions. But of course, in virtual colonoscopy, these are going to be healthy patients that you're screening. There's something called New Lightly. And New Lightly is like Go Lightly, but it has less salt, so it tastes a little bit better. It's still four liters, and it comes in different flavors. And it might seem silly, but actually it's very important. If it doesn't taste good, the patient won't drink it. So even if it's a wonderful prep, if the patient won't drink it as directed, then it's not going to do you any good. So you may want to try, try Go Lightly, because of the less salt, it's a little bit more palatable. It's the same thing. It takes about four hours. It needs a prescription. There's no sugar in it, and again, it's contraindicated in acute abdomens or acute obstruction. Okay, then there's something called half lightly, and half lightly is go lightly, but it's two liters instead of four liters, so it's better tolerated by some patients, and it's a, almost as good as a full four liter go lightly, so a lot of people have switched to half lightly. Okay, then we get to Miralax, and Miralax or Glycolax, and this is also polyethylene glycol, but it's an over-the-counter medication so it doesn't require a prescription. It comes in different sizes and it's really designed for patients with occasional constipation but instead of just taking a few tablespoons if you take the whole bottle which is 238 grams then it can be used for colon cleansing before a colonoscopy or conventional colonoscopy. The reason that it's good it's really tasteless and it mixes well with water or clear liquids. So what you do is you take the whole bottle which is 238 grams and you mix it with Gatorade or another clear liquid and it's much easier to drink than the go lightly, new lightly, half lightly combination. So I think this works really well and some people are switching to that. Again, you need to drink a lot of water as well. No matter what type of cathartic agent you use, you want to include bisocodal tablets because basically this is a stimulant laxative and it causes muscles of the colon to contract and basically push the stool and fluid along. So is there a best prep? There really isn't. This was a nice article from 10 years ago looking at meta-analysis of sodium phosphate versus polyethylene glycol. And they thought the cleansing was similar, but the sodium phosphate was cheaper and better tolerated. I totally agree with that, except you can't use phosphosoda or sodium phosphate anymore. There was another study looking at combining magnesium citrate and polyethylene glycol to get the benefits of both. So they could drink some of both, where they wouldn't have to drink all four liters of the Go Lightly. So let me tell you what we use. We like to use the Go Lightly. So this is our prep. At 8 a.m., the patient drinks a clear liquid breakfast with one bottle of Tagatol. So that's the tagging agent. And then they mix up the Go Lightly. It means they add the water, mix it up, and put it in the refrigerator. Then at noon, they have clear liquid lunch with a half a bottle of Tagatol mixed with four ounces of water. Then at 3 p.m., they start drinking the Go Lightly, so they have to keep drinking it until it's gone. So it takes four to five hours. At 5 p.m., they drink the other half bottle of Tagatol with four ounces of water. And before bed, around 8 p.m., they take two bisocodal tablets. 
And then right before they go to bed, they drink 50 cc's of OmniPig 350. So that's an iodinated solution that's used for the liquid tagging. And they can mix that with clear liquid, something like Sprite. This is the University of Wisconsin prep where Perry Pickard works. And this is what they use now. They used to use the phosphosoda, but they can't use that anymore. So you can see in the morning, they give them bisicodal tablets. Then in the afternoon, they drink one bottle of max citrate, followed by lots of water. Then in the evening, they drink 250 cc's of liquid barium. They use a different tagging than we use. We use the tagatol, which is the high density. They use basically 250 cc's of low density barium. And then another bottle of mag citrate. And then before bed, they use 60 cc's of diatrizoate. So that's basically gastrographin where we use Omnipeg. So you can see the differences. We use Golightly. They use two bottles of magnesium citrate. We both use tagging, although it's slightly different. And then right before bed, we both give an iodinated solution. I put the Miralax prep in here. I don't use it, but I made up a prep. I'm thinking of switching to it to see how it works. If you're going to use Miralax, it's very similar to the Hopkins prep that I've already shown you. But instead of the Golightly, you're going to mix a bottle of Miralax. There's different bottles. Make sure you get the right bottle. It's 238 grams. And you put it in 64 ounces of water. And you have to continue to drink fluids and clear liquids after that so you don't get dehydrated. And then also you can see that prep includes the Tagatol and the Bisicodal tablets and then before bed the Omnipake 350 to tag the liquid. In summary, adequate bowel cleansing is crucial. If you have a well-prepped colon, interpretation becomes very easy. There are many different bowel preps are used and on the market. Some are expensive, some are really cheap, some require you know, mixing and refrigeration. You have to look very carefully and find a preparation that works well for your patients. Because if you have a well-prepped colon, a well-distended colon, then interpretation is very easy. There's no clear consensus on the best bowel prep, so find one that works well for you. And tagging agents are helpful especially if you're just starting out interpreting CTC, and we'll discuss that in a different lecture. Thank you.